Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything nursing and healthcare related. I'm your host, Alice Benjamin, clinical nurse specialist, family nurse practitioner, and chief nursing officer at Nurse.org. Now, I don't know if you know, but we are just coming off of celebrating Nephrology Nurses Week. That was earlier this month. So if you know a nephrology nurse, make sure you give them a hug or a high five or a fist bump, whatever it is that you do to celebrate your nephro nurses. But, you know, we thought it was very important that we dig a little deeper into what is a nephrology nurse. I think that's something that's really important. And, you know, nurse.org, we love educating people about the different options that they have in nursing. What is the career path to get there so we can help you get there and be successful? So, of course, we decided to have one of our specialists come on and welcome to the show, Jennifer Payton. She is a surveyor for the National Dialysis Accreditation Commission, and she's also been a nephrology nurse for over 24 years. Her experience includes outpatient hemodialysis, home dialysis, education, administration, and she's also been the author for the Nephrology Nursing Journal and the Contemporary Nephrology Nursing Textbook. She's also been a frequent presenter at ANNA chapter and national meetings on various topics, and she's also the president-elect incoming for the American Nephrology Nurses Association. So Jennifer, please welcome to the show. Thank you. We're so excited to have you. Now, I just, you know, skimmed over your very accomplished career. Um, One of the things we like to ask our guests when they come on the show is first, why nursing? What is your why in nursing? And how did you find yourself becoming a nephrology nurse? Well, my why is education. I, um, I always wanted to be a nurse, but I also wanted to be that nurse that was teaching other people. And throughout nephrology, I've been able to do that. I started out in dialysis kind of by accident. I um, didn't know much about dialysis. I was changed um, locations where I lived and I needed a new job because we were in a new location. So I started looking for different opportunities and I found an opportunity in dialysis. So I went for an interview. They hired me and 24 years later, I'm still in nephrology. I started out as a dialysis nurse in an outpatient hemodialysis unit. I worked there for quite a while, and then I went into management. I've managed outpatient dialysis units of varying sizes. I started out with a 13-chair unit. We would dialyze 13 patients at once, and then I moved on to a 20-station unit, and from there, I've done things like home program coordinator, where I taught patients how to do dialysis at home. I have um, worked as a nurse educator. I've been able to train other nurses how to do dialysis. 
I've been able to work as in pharmaceuticals. I've been able to be a legal nurse consultant for dialysis. I've just had many, many opportunities throughout the years, but all of them were related to education. And my current role, I was a surveyor, but I just actually got a promotion just not long ago, and I am the Director of Regulatory Compliance. I'm on the operations side. I'm an accreditation organization called NDAC, the National Dialysis Accreditation Commission. And what we do is go out and accredit dialysis facilities, making sure that patients are getting safe care. Thank you so much for that introduction. And you know, when I think of dialysis, or when I say nephrology nurse, the first thing that comes to mind is dialysis. We know that kidney disease is one of the like top 10 chronic medical conditions that we're dealing with here in the United States and probably worldwide. Now, when I, when I say nephrology nurse, because I want you to help our listeners understand that it's not just dialysis. There's a lot more to being a nephrology uh, registered nurse, advanced practice nurse, and just even in nephrology care, there are even other roles. You know, there are techs and other people, LPNs have roles in nephrology care. Actually, everyone, right? There's so many, take the village. So, but if you can like give us a full umbrella of all of the different things that if I say I'm a nephrology nurse, these are all of the different things that I can do um, and uh, as a nephrology nurse. So what are, what are those different aspects or lanes that you can go down as a nephrology nurse? Well, we started out with dialysis, talking about that. There's dialysis in an outpatient setting. There's dialysis teaching patients how to do their dialysis at home, either home hemodialysis or peritoneal dialysis. There's, if you wanted to work in a hospital, there's what we call acute dialysis treatments, where either patients who are in the hospital and are dialysis patients need to get their dialysis, or those patients that have acute kidney injury. And those patients are usually a much more acute situation. So you've got to have more skills and and be ready for that patient to have many different many different lines and all the things you would see in like a ICU or CCU situation. There are besides dialysis then there are nurses that work in physicians offices that work with patients that are that are in the earlier stages of kidney disease before they go into dialysis. Advanced practice nurses especially are working in situations that are not necessarily in dialysis. They're taking care of those patients in all those earlier stages of kidney disease. And then there are case managers. You could work in um, lots of different places. You could work in the hospital. On the um, There are many times hospitals have floors that are specific for nephrology patients to care for patients with kidney disease. So there are lots of different avenues in nephrology. Yes, it sounds like so many different roles and different settings in which you can uh, be a nephrology nurse. Now, if I wanted to, let's say I'm I'm a newer nurse, I'm in med surge, and I'm wanting to specialize in nephrology, what would be some of those first steps? How can I dip my pinky toe in the pool of nephrology world so I can specialize? So if you wanted to, to start looking at nephrology, one of the ways to do that is looking at some of the publications. There are some different there's a nephrology nursing journal that the American Nephrology Nurses Association has that comes out 
um, six times a year. So you could start looking at that to see some of the different things that nephrology nurses do to see if that's something that would interest you. Um, you could become a member of the American Nephrology Nurses Association, and you could go to meetings to try to see, you know, meet other nephrology nurses and find out, is this really something that I might like to do before you, you know, as you said, as you're dipping your toe in. But then if you wanted to actually start working on a, a floor that, you know, you could float to a floor that where they took care of nephrology patients. But many times, doesn't matter if you're on med surge, you're going to see a patient with kidney disease. There are kidney disease patients everywhere. So just starting to learn a little bit more about those patients that you're like, oh, they have kidney failure. I don't want to discuss that part of them. Starting to learn that part of, of their care is a great way to, to dip your toe into it. Right. And I think that um, especially when you're working in acute care, kidney disease is so prevalent. And I know as entering nursing, we're so focused on the BUN and the creatinine is telling us about the renal function. But I think, you know, looking at G uh, glomerular filtration rate. So if you're, guys, if you're listening and you're like, I want to learn more about kidney disease, nephrology, I think uh, you could do a lot of that in your current role where you are, regardless of what environment you're in, whether you're on a regular med surge unit, whether you're on a stroke unit, whether you're on a heart failure unit, the kidneys are, you know, the kidneys are, are friends with the heart. So if there's something going on with the heart, they're more than likely something going on with the kidney and vice versa. And so uh, some of, I think in, as someone who uh, specializes in cardiology, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking of the heart, the heart, the heart, but I know that the kidneys aren't too far behind in whatever's going on. And if I'm treating one, hopefully for the better things are happening. In happening and better for the kidneys as well. But I know glomerular filtration rate is one that I've, um, for many years as a, a newer nurse, I overlooked. And it's because I didn't really understand it. And I wasn't, I wasn't in an advanced practice role at the time, or, you know, no one really talked to me about it. But I learned that looking at the glomerular filtration rate, the GFR, that you can really identify what stage of kidney disease someone is in. So Jennifer, if it's not too much, can you just quickly just go over maybe how many different uh, stages of kidney disease there are and what the GFR means for our patients. So we nurses can start even looking at those things. Yes. So GFR is the glomerular filtration rate, as you said, and that number, we want it to be higher. We want that number to be up closer to a hundred. The lower that number is, that's the higher stage of kidney failure that you're getting into, chronic kidney disease. So when someone gets down to a glomerular filtration rate of around 15 or lower, that's when we're starting to look at patients needing to start dialysis. But the patients that are in, you know, the 60s, the 50s, the 40s, those are all the different stages that patients can be in. And we just need to make sure that we're looking at those and especially looking at them as they get into like a stage two or a stage three, because we don't want them to go down to stage four and five and end up on dialysis. We want to get those reasons why they have kidney failure under control. A lot of those reasons are things like diabetes and high blood pressure. So we want to make sure we're getting that diabetes under control. We want to make sure we're getting that hypertension under control. And there are certain medications that patients can be put on 
for their hypertension that can protect the kidneys. So we want to make sure that we're looking at all those different stages because they can really make a difference in how quick a patient moves through those stages. Exactly. And you raise a good point, though. So again, guys, some of you guys, when we say nephrology, you automatically jump to dialysis, but a nephrology nurse actually also helps focus on kidney wellness. So identifying those other factors that can worsen the kidney. So let's, you know, work on prevention, right? Like you said, managing your diabetes, your high blood pressure, healthy eating, getting the patient on certain medications, and also being mindful of what medications could be nephrotoxic. If And I also want to empower you guys as listeners, whether you're a new nurse, experienced nurse, maybe you feel you don't feel as empowered because you're not the ordering physician or the advanced practice nurse or the PA, but, you know, take a look at that GFR because, you know, oftentimes things might, you know, there's so much going on, stuff might get missed. And how great of a nurse would you be to, you know, I look at that and say, you know what, the GFR is trending downward, there's something going on. And even if you're not sure exactly what to do, you know that there's an issue that needs attention. So raise that attention to the primary provider so we can help this patient preserve their kidneys. And I think, you know, that's one of the superpowers that nephrology nurses have, that they're really in tuned on top of this. And it's so wonderful that we have you on here because not only to tell us more about all of the different and wonderful things that nephrology uh, nurses can do and our different career options, but also to help some of us nurses who maybe aren't nephrology nurses, aren't as, you know, fine-tuned to all the specifics there, but to kind of just raise our antennas about what's going on with our patients because we want to, we want to see our patients do better, but it makes no sense to just focus on the blood pressure if we're not also keeping the kidneys in mind, because whatever we do with the blood pressure is ultimately going to affect the kidneys and so many other things. So, um, and, you know, Jennifer, you also mentioned um, being a part of your professional nursing organization, ANNA. So could you tell us a little bit more about your experience and exposure with them and, you know, what benefits are there for people who are looking to join uh, a professional organization? Well, I've been a member of the American Nephrology Nurses Association, or ANNA, for um, over 20 years. I started when I was new to nephrology nursing. I've been a chapter officer. I've been a committee member. I've been a presenter for meetings. I've been able to, as you said, publish in textbooks. The biggest things that I think that you get from a professional association is you get leadership skills. I've been able to I've been able to learn so much about leading groups and leading teams and that has helped me in my profession. It's helped me in my personal life. It's helped me communicate effectively with others. Then there's all the networking that you can do. You get to meet nurses from all different parts of the nephrology specialty and you get to meet them from all around the country. So you may be dealing with something in South Carolina that someone in California is dealing with, and they're not, they don't even realize that both of you are dealing with this same situation and you can learn ways to help better care for our patients. So that's one, that's one of the really good ways is to find other people that you can talk about clinical issues and talk about, you know, the day-to-day things that we deal with as nurses. And that can be in any professional association. We also get to meet other people that do the same thing that we do. And I made some of the best friends of my life are through ANNA. 
So it's like a big family reunion. We have a meeting coming up in a few weeks, and I can't wait to see all my nurse friends that um, that are all over the country. Some of my best friends live in other states, and they're through the Nurses Association. I think that's awesome that, you know, finding, you know, there's a common interest in the kidney care and to be around and make friends with and network with people who have similar interests is amazing because you get to hear about different practices, you know, how people are doing things in their their neck of the woods, um, how people are progressing in their profession, and then just bouncing off ideas off of other great leaders and leadership development. So guys, if you've not already joined a professional nursing organization, whether it's the Nephrology Nurses Association or not, definitely want to look in doing that because that's one of the great things about nursing organizations. They can really help develop you, help you advance your career. There are different opportunities. I mean, I've had some of the best leadership opportunities and training in my professional nursing organization that have helped me in my professional career. So that's amazing. Now, Jennifer, I know that um, you mentioned that the conference is coming up. Is there any is there any information that you can tell us about the conference in case those who are listening may want to want to come to the conference? What city is it going to be in? Do you recall the dates for it? Because we'd love to share that information. It's in San Diego. It's October 1st and it goes for three days. It's our, what we call our fall conference. It has a very long, large name that I can't think of right now, Um, but it's a great opportunity. It specializes in Topics for nurse practitioners, for nurses in management, and clinical practice as well. This meeting um, we have every fall, and we have another meeting in the spring. Um, You'll be around a lot of beautiful people and minds, learning a lot about nephrology. Definitely CEUs available, I'm pretty sure of that, and just some great networking. And with, you know, the pandemic easing up, it'll be a great way to kind of get back out and, you know, meet some friends network and just the kind of the human touch, because I think, you know, it's really great when you can be around others who are supportive or have similar interests um, in what you're doing. And, you know, that camaraderie in nursing is something that's very important. So Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. We appreciate you, everything that you're doing. Again, celebrating nephrology nurses. I know there was a week, but we're going to go ahead and celebrate you for the rest of the month and every day forward, because your roles are so important. And guys, I think Every one of us, especially in the acute care area, I will say, in critical care, we all have a little nephrology nurse in us, okay? We do. We have the opportunity to help guide uh, the plan of care for our patients and speak up. If you see something going on with that BUN, that creatinine, the GFR, you know that maybe some medications might be nephrotoxic and the patient's teeter-tottering with that GFR, speak up, you know, help our patients. Um, There's just so much you can do and you can help protect the kidneys and the heart along the way. Um, I had to throw that in there, guys. You know, I'm a cardiology nurse. But that's why me and Jennifer get along so well. She's kidneys, I'm heart, and we are in sync, okay? (laughs) But thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you. And guys, for those of you who are listening, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, We want to thank nurse.org for allowing the podcast to happen. They're amazing. Please check out their website if you haven't already, nurse.org. Tons of great information for entering the profession, getting through nursing school, all your different career options, and so much more. And also make sure to share the podcast with a friend, a classmate, a colleague. Sharing is caring. We want to get this information out. And please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, wherever you're listening. Uh, want to know how I'm doing so we can keep giving you some good stuff. And I can auto-correct if there's something else that you want to know, want to hear. 
And you can email me at nursealice at nurse.org and be happy to, you know, get the topics on that you want to hear. So until next time, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. Please make good choices, be kind to one another, and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources. 